Thank you for tuning in to another fun episode with your favorite Mouska moms, Jennifer. Hello. Lori. Hi. And Juliana. Hola. We're super excited for this episode <laughs> as we're joined by a super fun guest today. I'm really excited. Her name is Deanna Romera, also known by her Instagram handle as Magical Dumb Mama. Um, we'll put all her contact info in the show notes. But first, here's a little bit about Deanna. Um, she's originally from Monticello, New York in the Catskills and um, has two children, Avery and Adelina. Uh, she's a lifelong Disney fanatic, having been going to Disney World and Disneyland since she was a young girl. And she was, a, this is my favorite part, she was a cast member for 10 years. I can't wait to talk about all of this and held all sorts of roles within the company. She also attended the Culinary Institute of America for baking and pastry arts. Was See, that this is my favorite part. Yeah. yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also want to talk I about that. bake good things, but I'll eat things. eat them. Yeah. <laughs> all the baked stuff. Yeah, so that's really cool. One of her first roles working for Disney was the um, pastry chef at the Grand Floridian. What? How crazy! <laughs> so, also some interesting non-Disney stuff in Deanna's life. Um, she had weight loss surgery in 2011 and lost over I can't even imagine a hundred. Right and 50 pounds, going from a size 22 to a size four, holy cow. And on top of that, she has Hashimoto's disease, which is um, it's a thyroid disorder. disorder. Um, anyway, she talks about these issues as well as body positivity um, on her page, which is really interesting and inspiring, I think, for all of us. Yeah. Um, so all these topics come together through her super successful Instagram page and her her bubbly, warm personality shines through in her fun reels and honest, no holds barred posts, which really make her relatable to her fans and to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very familiar. So let's bring Deanna on. Welcome. Hi. Hello. Welcome Hi. to the chaos. So glad to have you. Hi. So we wanted to welcome you. We can't wait to start talking with you. Um, first, we always do a little ritual with our guests, um, and we ask them to start um, with their favorite. We call it a Mosca cocktail, which basically is their favorite Disney cocktail. So if you wouldn't mind telling us about your favorite cocktail. My favorite cocktail that I normally get on Disney cruises or if I'm on a Disney vacation, really anywhere, is the, it's, I call it an I Love a You Pina Colada. It is basically a pina colada that has strawberry puree um, mixed into it. So it's not just that coconut flavor, it is the strawberry and they top it off with a strawberry and a pineapple slice. And I eat probably or drink probably like five of them when I'm on a Disney cruise. A day. It is. It's Not like a, a, day. <laughs> a day. Right. You are one of us. <laughs> that sounds. No, I really love them. They're my favorite. So it's like a meal in a glass. I was yeah. gonna say it sounds really decadent. Yeah. Yeah. But like perfect for lounging by the pool. But 
It's yeah, we, we were talking about that before we came on the air that I, that is one of the things that I had, Lori was getting her, what did you get? The frozen, um, uh, the frozen spike dole, dole whip. A spike dole whip. Yeah. And I got the lava you thing and it was, it was so refreshing by the pool in the hot Florida, August craziness. Yeah. So and frozen. It's a good way to start a day. Good way yes. to start a day. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. We are a, we just were talking about this also. We are a hot mess. I'm so sorry. Um, you know what it is? We're all in like these different stages right now of like Juliana's kids are full on in school. Lori's kids have just started and are easing in. Mine have not yet started. And so I'm still in that crazy like I'm trying to get them ready. I'm trying to get myself ready. I'm trying to do all the things and right. um, mornings are still hard. So, so we appreciate you coming on and bearing with our crazy. So thank you. I reached an all time low yesterday. I used a chip clip to keep my hair back. <laughs> That's brilliant. I thought that was like my all time low hot mess mom. Is it a low or is it like totally inspirational? I mean, right? It, it really held it back pretty tight, <laughs> tighter than like a bobby pin. So I might be onto something there, but it was. Just, I think it's genius. Yeah. I think it's genius. I think that you need to show this on your Instagram page and like the next day, it's going to, everybody's going to be doing it. Yeah. Correct. Like they're going to be selling them like chip hair clips. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, good for you. He's on them and. People buy them. They yeah, will. absolutely. I would like lays. <laughs> Wise. <laughs> Fantastic. So um, let's talk about your Instagram page because it's pretty awesome. I think that's one of the, um, obviously the way that we found you, um, it, your reels are just awesome and yeah. um, they're fun and they're inspiring. And I kind of love that it's not all Disney. I mean, you know, we love Disney and that's our first love, but yeah. I love that so much of your page is dedicated also to just like being real and being a mom and being a woman and all the things that that means, like tying your hair back with a chip clip yeah. sometimes because that's what we have to do. So what made you get started and want to um, establish a presence on Instagram? I don't really think that when I made my, um, my page that I even had the thought cross my mind that it would be um turned into what it is today or that i would be a quote unquote influencer i really um we had lived in ohio for 10 months after living in florida for 10 years um we just my husband's from there we didn't really like it so we moved back to florida as quickly as we could and we wound up here in gainesville and i just was in one of those stages as a mom where like i didn't know anybody that was around me um just super lonely. Um, staying at home with two kids is really lonely, regardless of if you have them next to you. It's not adult conversation, adult interaction. And I wanted to just, um, on my page, you know, my intent was just to meet some mom friends that I can maybe go to the parks with that shared a love of Disney for me with me. And I just started sharing, um, 
my husband took all my photos. I basically taught myself how to edit photos and I just started sharing what I love and it really just sort of blossomed into what it is today. Um, and when I first started, Reels had just started, um, became a thing really in October. They had just started picking up speed and nobody was really doing them and I self-taught myself how to do them. And it was something that from the beginning um, I was doing every single day. And since then I've posted one or two reels a day since October. And I haven't missed a day aside from one day when I wasn't feeling well, but it's just been a huge part of my journey. And I really think that's shaped what it um, is today and helped me grow like I have. But my intent when starting it wasn't even to grow. It was just to make some friends. And I definitely have done that, which has been the hugest takeaway for me. So well, that's really cool. So it has turned into like real life friendships. Do you meet with people in Disney? Like I have this fantasy of your life, like, hey, let's go to the parks today. <laughs> I do go to the parks. I've made certainly new friends, great friends. Um, I went on a girl's trip to Walt Disney World with one of my Instagram friends that I made. We're actually going on a weekend cruise on the dream for Halloween. So the relationships that I made are definitely what I wanted them to be when I started my page. So Oh, that's really cool. It sounds like such a nicer way to make friends than right? starting your own travel agency and podcast. With people. <laughs> That hasn't worked out for us so well. I we're mean, now, just... we're, now we're like stuck together. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's that's interesting. So it's it's interesting because you know you talk to we talk to different people who have different ways that they started out, and someone else we talked to recently said of YouTube that you know when that she went into it to to supplement her career. Right. Um, but you just sort of fell on this. This was just, a, you know, a sort of social experiment. And you haven't been doing it very long. No, I started um, posting in October. I had my in this Instagram account for probably like eight months prior to me really starting to post. But I wasn't doing anything on it. If you look at my very first posts, it's really just pictures of my Ray Dunn ceramics. And then I just, you can tell when I really wanted to start sharing like fashion and talk about mental health and share Disney merchandise. And you could, you could just see it progress from there. You can see when I started to edit my photos, you can see um, when I started making the reels. So, and I, I actually look back on my first reels and I cringe. I'm like, oh my God, I want to take these down. But <laughs> those are probably like our reels right now. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's the ones that don't take very long that do well. I feel it's like so the first they do. So I think you you did. You posted a reel about that recently yeah. about yeah. like you spend hours and hours and you think oh, this one is going to do it and this one is going to be great and then wah, wah. Yep. And it's so hard to figure that out, but I think that you you're onto something 
in that promise you made yourself when you first started it about you just need to be persistent and you just need to just keep doing it. And ladies, this should be a lesson. I'm always on them about (laughs) Instagram. You know how I feel about like, it's just for me personally, very difficult to like put, I can talk all day long, but to put myself out there on video is just not, um, it's just not natural for me. You make it look very easy. It's not. It's not anytime you do any of the reels, you know, whether you're mouthing words or mouthing songs or anything along those lines, I'm like, what am I doing? I can't, I can't get out of my own head that I'm like, no, but if you want to talk to me, I can talk all day long. I can be a performer, but you sort of have a background. I mean, regardless of what your capacity was when you were a cast member, you're always performing if you're, if you're guest facing, right? So what about that? Tell us what you did. <laughs> I, I was a young girl. I used to model and audition for commercials in New York City. That was a huge part of my life. I modeled for like Baby Gap and stuff like that. Um, so that I feel like is coming out more. Like I really sure. yeah, I had like buried that passion deep to be in front of the camera. And I'm just realizing that love for it again. And that's why it comes naturally for me. But when I was a guest, um, I'm sorry, when I was a cast member, you kind of always have to be in that mindset that when you're on stage or clocked in in front of the guests that you really are um, part of the show and they ingrain that in you with like your costume, you know, it's costuming, just like the way that they, you know, train you to be when you're working as a cast member. It really does feel like when you step onto, you know, onto the floor that you are a performer in a show. And I feel like from all the experience that I had working at Disney, the the more years that you're there, you really are in a different mindset of like, speaking in front of guests and such so i feel like it's definitely one big performance when you're working there which i think the guests love too you know i think that's part of why people go to disney because it's not that normal customer service experience that you get anywhere else you really do feel like you're treated as a vip guest if you were at a show or wherever you know seeing somebody perform I think that's absolutely true, a hundred percent. And I think that that definitely comes through on your Instagram page. Also, I don't though see it as a performance. I think that one of the things that I see resonating on your page and comments and all that is how genuine you come across as. And I think that that is probably one of the big factors that has helped push you along here. Also, is that like, you know. I don't know how to phrase it. It's not that you don't you don't care about putting yourself out there, but it's not intimidating, and it, you it's make it. You do, yeah. You you exude this confidence. You make you, you know you look so real. You're so relatable, um, and I think that's I think that's what people. I know that's what, you know, caught my eye the first time when I'm scrolling and I'm like, who's this cutie? (laughs) So I think that that definitely, I love that, like, you know, um, training from Disney and how to talk to people and how to come across and portray yourself. And I think that, that that is genuine and that comes across in your Instagram. And I love that. That's awesome. I was going to say too, it's the realness too. Like when I'm scrolling through, you can tell people that are obviously just kind of faking stuff through. And I'm like, you are not all that perfect all the time. <laughs> so seeing reels that are actual real where you're just like, I'm having a bad day. 
I don't feel like doing this. Right. And, you know, or going in and being like, my kids are being horrible right now. Like, at least I'm watching this going, okay, I'm not the only one. All right. <laughs> right. I definitely went in with the mindset that I wanted to be relatable. And I feel like I have a story that resonates with a lot of people. And you do see pretty much when you're on Instagram or Facebook, TikTok, whatever, everybody is always showing like their highlight reel of their life. And I went in there with the mindset that like, I'm going to show the good, bad and the ugly regardless. And it is hard to put yourself out there. There is a bit of nervousness when I make like a caption about mental health or body positivity. Um, but I really feel like that is sort of what separates me from a lot of accounts because I do talk about that ugly that maybe people don't want to see. And I just went in there with the mindset, like, I'm not going to make people believe that every day is Disney magical. Like, it's mm -hmm. just not. Um, yeah. So I think that has helped me quite a bit. But well, especially if you set out to use this as a platform to meet people, like, right. you know, of course you're going to want to show who you are mm -hmm. and they're not going to want to see you on Instagram as this person is this perfect life. And then you get together at the playground and you're a hot mess. And they're right. like, who was this girl? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But who wants to hang out with the person who has the perfect life anyway? Yeah, no. No, yeah. exactly. And I also think, um, you know, with the whole like sprinkling in that mental health stuff and the body positivity, I think that's huge in your relatability. And again, like we think of Disney we put it on a pedestal and everything is perfect with Disney and you don't have to be perfect to enjoy that. So I think that's great. So bravo to you. Thank you. Um, Double-edged sword sometimes because you do, um, no matter what and how relatable you are, you can't please everybody at absolutely. the end of the day. So it's a double-edged sword for me. So because I am super relatable, there are people who feel like I'm not genuine for that reason so i just try and stick true to myself and hopefully my followers see that that's the real me it's it's just hard on the internet because you do get a lot of hate for putting yourself out there. absolutely haters um, gonna hate right. <laughs> that's what i mean it just takes a certain amount of confidence to to to, to put right. yourself out there i feel it's all about like how you handle it firstly and um it's not going to stop me from still talking about the ugly things that maybe other people don't want to talk about because if I'm helping or making an impact on people, then that's all that matters to me, honestly. Absolutely. And that's a, that's the best attitude to have, especially on something like social media and especially with you where you have recently surpassed 30,000 followers, which is like, I can't even picture... <laughs> I can't even picture what 30,000 people looks like in a stadium or something yeah. like that's insane. So clearly you're going to have, you can't, you're right. You can't please everybody. You're going to have haters who just want to like be nasty to you. And you're going to have people who just like worship you, which isn't great also, but <laughs> tell us about some of your most um, memorable interactions with your followers, the good, the, the good, the bad, what's, what's been the highs and the lows of this whole journey? I was actually at Disney Springs with my husband, maybe two weekends ago, we were, um, sort of near world of world of Disney near the Lego store. And I was just opening like a can of diet soda. And I heard like commotion, my head was down, but I heard this woman screaming like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then all of a sudden when I lift my head up to see what it was, this woman was literally like lunging 
<clears throat> for me, like, oh my God, I follow Girl, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> Oh, it's so annoying. It's hard no. to be with her. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Plunging for me. And, you know, it, it's crazy to me because she's like, can I talk to you? Can I can I touch you? Can we take You're like, I'm just me. Selfie? And I'm looking at her like, I'm like, I'm nobody. Like, what do you mean? Of course you can talk to me. Of course we can take a photo together. Like, it's crazy to me because it's getting to the point now if I am on Disney property, I probably get noticed you know, anywhere from like one to three times, depending where I am. But it's still like a shock to me because I don't think I realize in my mind, I feel like I'm very hard on myself. Um, I don't, I'm talking in my captions and I'm making these reels, but sometimes it's hard to believe that I am making an impact on anybody, especially when I'm having a bad day. So when I go to like Disney Springs and somebody recognizes me and acts like, I'm a celebrity when in my mind, like, I'm not a celebrity. I'm just a mom, you know, who shares what I love on the internet. It just always catches me off guard. And in those moments, it makes everything that I do so worth it because I, I'm, I'm seeing in front of my eyes the people who are literally impacted by what I do each day in a positive way. And that's what keeps me going. Um, I really don't think I've had any negative experiences. Oh, well, that's good. Um, especially in person with people. I feel like I've had negative experiences with, um, you know, just hateful comments. I get a lot of spam accounts that are recreated in my name because I do a lot of giveaways. Um, but nothing major in terms of, like, negative situations with followers or anything. Well, that's, that's great. That's good, um, especially with 30,000. Oh my gosh. It's so really weird though to be like, what do you like? I'm just, I'm just a regular person. Strange for me because I don't know. I don't, I, it doesn't register in my head like 30,000 followers to me. It's weird. I, I don't think I've accepted it yet. I love it, but it's like, it's hard for me to process in my head what that even looks like. And when I go to Disney with my family and somebody recognizes me, they act like if I would see, I don't know, if I would see like a celebrity myself, like they act very starstruck. And for me, I'm like, come on over, take a picture. Thank you for following. Right. Oh, it's well, it's been, it's been a pretty quick ascent for you, yeah. which is crazy. But before this, you were into Disney. I do want to talk a little bit about your experience as a cast member. Can we talk about that? Absolutely. Um, so kind of the same question Jen was asking, but as a cast member, what was one of the most magical experiences you got to have with a guest? Most of my magical moments came from when I worked guest relations. That was my favorite role that I ever did with the brand. I mean, wearing plaid is a huge deal, um, but it was also very rewarding at the end of the day, just to be able to have that freedom to create the magic for the guests. Anything that I wanted to do within reason was at my hands. So the you could turn a negative vacation into a positive vacation, um, completely turn things around, and it didn't have to be anything big to do that. And it was just amazing to see the reactions from that. Um, distinctly, I remember there was this family that was there for a cheerleading convention. Their daughter was there, um, and they were gifted a ticket, like maybe a year prior to that. And so they came to the ticket window to activate it, and the ticket was 
expired. They actually brought an old ticket and left the new one at home. So the family, when I told them this news, they were, you could see like they just went from like color to pale, like all the color drained out of their faces. And it was because they couldn't afford like to get another ticket. They were banking on the fact that they were there for this cheerleading convention and everything had been taken care of, even the ticket. So when I told them like it wasn't active, they just, you could just see that they were, what are we going to do? Because now we can't get into the park. Um, and so I just wound up giving them a day ticket for their daughter to get back in. And they were just like completely, it was just something so small. It's no big deal, you know, but they were just so floored by it. And I remember the next day those guests came back and they had brought me this huge bouquet of flowers and it was so nice. Um, for me, it was just like, guys, it's no big deal. We'll just, okay, we'll reprint the ticket. We'll get you into the park. But they were just so worried about, I guess, you know, monetary-wise, like how they were going to make that work. So for me to be able to just say, like, okay, you can get in. Here's your ticket. They were so happy about that that they came back with those flowers the next day. And that, for me, has been one of the nicest um, experiences for me as a cast member because – very few times. I mean, you're always the one creating the magic, but they actually, you know, bringing those flowers to me was quite magical for me to experience. So right for them to come back with a thank you. Yeah, that was one of my favorite. favorite what about things. dare I ask a dark, not so nice interaction? Perhaps. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Some people are downright nasty at Disney. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't understand. It's. I, maybe it's the heat. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is at the end of the day. Um, but I, w- I would say that 90% of my interactions with the guests were always positive. Um, some of the hardest situations I've had to deal with have been with probably Florida resident in the passes and people having to provide um, like proof of being a Florida resident um, and having to have that with them and such. So I've, there's been quite a few situations that I can think of that that was a negative experience just because they were super angry that they couldn't use you know, a phone bill from four years ago or something <laughs> like that. So, <laughs> um, but you just try and diffuse the situation the best you can, so. And now, a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts, and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. Can we play a game? (laughs) Play a game. Play a game. Yeah. We're going to play a Disney game. Okay. We're going to play this or that. Okay. So I'm going to read two things, mostly Disney related, all Disney related. And you're going to tell me which one you like, this or that. Okay. This one. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) First one, uh, Splash Mountain or Space Mountain? Hmm. Splash Mountain. Ah, See. (laughs) <laughs> and how do you feel about the new? Stop it! <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I would choose Space Mountain if it was Disneyland. Oh, oh. okay. I like Space Mountain much better there. Yeah, 
Can I ask you how you feel about the potential Tiana overdo of the um, redo of Splash Mountain? I think change is good. I'm excited to see it. But as an 80s baby, I feel like the <laughs> it's hard to let go of what's there now. Um, but I like Yeah, Lori will be crying. Yeah. I, I, I think she's going to chain herself to Bray Rabbit. <laughs> I was going to say there, my stuff, my Br'er rabbits up there. Um, yeah. They ask this question every time to guess, because I have a strong, strong opinion on Splash Mountain, um, but I love it. And that to me, it was like the first big ride I went on when I was a kid at Disney. Right. And it was, it has so much, and I'm sorry, I just don't agree with the whole, you know what, put Tiana somewhere else. Um, right, Tiana, you know, Tiana can come her. in. That's fine. And she's, and she's a cook. Yeah. <laughs> So what does that have to do with Splash Mountain? Again, so maybe, to do with Deanna. <laughs> maybe you can ride Splash Mountain and then get off and get a beignet. <gasps> you think of that? They're not going to bring the beignets I, in there. I, I'm open to the change. I just don't know if it'll be the same. I have a hard time letting the classic theming of things go, uh, but I'm still going to ride it regardless. Well, you and Lori can chain yourselves to Br'er Rabbit. <laughs> I want to be on. I I want to be we'll on the, the first time <laughs> I want to be on it the first time Lori rides the new one if it ever happens anyway because that's been indefinitely suspended. No, they just they just released the photos for what it's going to look like because I cried. Oh, um, I thought it was suspended indefinitely. No, it's that we didn't bring it up because we didn't want to see that face. <laughs> Back to this or that. Okay, this is hard. Ready? Fast passes. Oh, sorry. Genie plus lightning lane <laughs> forever. <laughs> or a membership to Club 33 for a month. Um, probably fast passes forever. Ooh. I'm just dying to be able to tell people that I was a member of Club 33. <laughs> I think this one's really hard. Right? Have you, Diana? Have you ever been in Club Thirty Three? I haven't. I've only yeah. See, I just want to. I want to go in it. That's all. I think if I had access to Club Thirty Three membership for a month, that it would ruin me for Disney forever. Right. <laughs> and for that reason, I'd have to choose Genie Plus. But you weren't asking me. You were asking our guest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I both. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. it is a genie. So, all right. Um, Halloween or Christmas in Disney? Halloween. Always. Yes, me too. Me three. Well, you're Jewish. <laughs> yeah, you're Jewish. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But even if I wasn't. <laughs> I, I'm not, and I agree. I love Halloween. No. Okay. Except I have to say, this, I think this was my first time experiencing Halloween in August and I was not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I could not get into the pumpkin fall thing when I was in 107 degree Florida. Well, but, yeah. So, you know, Deanne is used to that and, you know, I was there through middle school and stuff. You, you're like, Halloween is a crapshoot. You don't know if it's going to be 100 degrees or 70. But that leads us to the next this or that. Yes. Do you want to do this one? Sure. It's Disney in the pouring rain 
or 100 degree heat. And don't say both because I know that they usually go together, but <laughs> which would you choose one or the other? I choose the heat. <gasps> really? Yeah. Why? It doesn't, it just doesn't bother, I like it. It doesn't bother me. I would, I, I'm not a huge fan of like the humid rain where it's just like hot and yucky. And I, I don't know, I just rather not. So it's true. I'll take people leave, where people leave the park though when it rains. That's true. It does empty out, but I think I still choose the heat. How long and how long have you been out of New York? <laughs> I, I was in Florida for 10 years before we, um, moved to Ohio for 10 months. And that's probably why I'd choose the heat because I feel like the sun came out twice for the year that we were there in Ohio. Ohio. So I think I just like the sunshine and the heat a little bit better than that gloomy weather. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. So um, this one is cool, especially because I, I, we didn't talk about merch on your Instagram page, which I love looking at, but uh, sh a shopping spree at any shop on Main Street or one free Disney snack per day for your life? Uh, how much is my shopping spree? Whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want. And it's only one store on Main Street or can it be like... One, one store on Main Street. Yeah, but that one store is pretty much like five stores connected. Except that one store doesn't have Pandora in it. Oh. <laughs> So not um, the Emporium. You're talking about Uptown Jewelers. Right. Yeah. So I'd have to choose between the two. But you're not asking me. You're asking uh, Again, we're not asking you. Sorry. <laughs> I love food too much. I think I'd choose the snack. I think that's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. I think so let's it. so let's talk about merch on your page because that is also a huge part of your page which I love to just go in and see like what is she what is she showing us this week <laughs> because yeah. it's fun it's not it's definitely not all um from Disney itself but it's Disney fan related and love it so what are some of your like favorite merchandise things that you've gotten from from you know your sponsors and that kind of stuff like what's your favorite kind of merchandise to get i definitely love getting all the different lounge fly bags that are sent to me i love doing the lounge fly giveaways i didn't have much of a lounge fly collection prior to starting my page but it's definitely turned into quite an addiction and a collection um so i really love to see the lounge fly bags I definitely like all the different mom-sponsored stuff that I've done, like Jujubee diaper bags, um, like that. I definitely have had a huge ear collection grow. I just have ears everywhere. Um, probably my most, most favorite stuff that I've ever gotten, though, this was recent. It was um, when I did the Halloween unique vintage um halloween creepy spooky line that they came out with those pieces are just amazing and that's probably my favorite merchandise that i've gotten um but i also you know i sort of pride myself too on going to all the different websites and seeing what's new on each page and sharing that with everybody so they can get it before it sells out quickly so I love that. That's awesome. You're going to need like a whole separate room for all this stuff. Like the amount of stuff that I see every week, I'm like, Oh, what's that? What's that? What's that? That's, that's really cool. Do you display any of it? 
it's all displayed in my closet currently. I kicked my husband out of my closet. <laughs> downstairs closet but I definitely as we move to Orlando I need either like a room with a closet to like sort of because I do my makeup in my closet I have sort of like my ring light set up in there to take some photos and I also display a lot of my merchandise in there and some of my favorite like Disney trinkets and popcorn buckets um, I collect vintage Polly Pockets, the Disney ones, so I have those displayed in there. So it's sort of like my space, mm -hmm. but it's overflowing. Now. Yeah, <laughs> I can definitely see that because you um, you get a lot of stuff, which is really yeah. cool. Um, I especially which, like the ears. She doesn't yeah. need the shopping spree. I know you don't need the <laughs> shopping spree. That's why you picked the snack, which was smart I, anyway. I always am shopping, so. I love it. I nice. Love it. it would be nice, but I think I love food too much. Same. I was going to say, <laughs> agreed. Especially <laughs> snacks at Disney. Right. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Egg rolls, Mickey pretzels with cheese. The egg rolls, man. Yeah. Oh, I can Every time. Those right now. I know. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> this is going to be very telling. An overnight camp out on Tom Sawyer's Island. Or a sleepover in Cinderella Castle. Cinderella Castle. I'm I was pretty say, I feel like Who <laughs> wouldn't say that, right? by the way? <laughs> Jen's like, this is going to be really telling. Is it though? No. Maybe, maybe she's very outdoorsy and wants a camping trip with the fam. I'd still no, go say in Cinderella's Castle. I'm going to take the huge tub in Cinderella's right. Castle. <laughs> I mean, I love camping, but not over Cinderella's castle. Right yeah. So I am going for the Club 33 membership and the sleepover in Cinderella's <laughs> castle. That's just who I am. I make no apologies. Um, all right. Would you rather be serenaded by the Dapper Dans or have a dance with Prince Charming? The Dapper Dance. Oh sure. my God, that is my dream. Yeah. Like, literally, <laughs> I'm the creepy stalker who's like filming them last week. And I'm like, hi, over here, over here, sing to me. I love it. I love the outfits. Yes, and the Cadaver Dance too over Halloween yeah. time. I love that. It, yes. I think I lost Juliana for like an hour and a half at Boobash because she, I said, go get some footage of the, of the cadaver dance. And then she never came back. I was, they were so good. They were so good. I'm pretty sure they were singing to me, by the way. Last time I went to Disneyland, they were on like a float um, on the water off a of time, Tom Sawyer, I, Tom Sawyer Island. And they sort of, as they were singing, they floated throughout the, little water there it was super cool to see that they weren't just standing on a sidewalk or anything like that, that. would be cool yeah i love yeah. that i love that i love those guys uh, i love it i um, feel like these next ones are really hard but maybe we'll just do them like a lightning round the next three yeah okay so lightning fast are we all yeah. four gonna answer or just yeah. Deanna? no yeah. just Deanna. just Deanna. Yeah. just you are gonna have the pressure all right ready okay <clears throat> mickey or minnie mickey Daisy or Donald? Donald. Goofy or Pluto? Goofy. All right. All solid answers. There were no wrong answers. But. No wrong answers. 
I chose Donald because my husband loves Donald. Oh, who doesn't love Donald? He's so Lily, Lily used to love him, my seven-year-old. And when we were there, when she was maybe three, all she wanted to do every time we met Dot back in the day when he could meet characters still, all she wanted to do was ask him, where are your pants? <laughs> it was very sweet. So I have a picture of my kids dancing with Donald at Chef Mickey's because they asked him to shake his tail feathers. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like Daisy can sometimes be, Logan loves Daisy for whatever reason. And she's very, she if you've been to Topolino's Breakfast, yeah. she dances a lot there. And she is a very yes. good dancer. Well, yeah. that's her stick, isn't it? She is isn't, like twirling ballerina. She, the like, dancer at Topolino's? Yeah. yeah, she's awesome. So then I started paying attention to her in the cavalcades and we saw her at Hollywood Studios and I was like, look, she's dancing again. Well, in that know. one that one part in Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway too, she's the dancer. Exactly. Um, why is it that Donald's allowed to get away with being cranky and crotchety all the time, but Daisy has to always smile and Minnie too. I feel you on that. <laughs> That is I interesting. Like, I feel like I'm you just, just got very deep. Nobody is, would like a a witchy female animal puppet yeah, character, yeah. whatever they <laughs> whatever the Disney characters are. Interesting. I'm just saying. That is a good question. That is a good point that I never noticed before. I don't know. The Bob. I was going to say, Juliana, you should write a Bob's article. Yes. Bob, dear Bob, can you please make Daisy <laughs> bitchier? <laughs> Okay, sorry. Lori, Lori's having issues. Okay. <laughs> I had music all of a sudden playing in my ear. All right. I think okay. we only have one more. Yes. Um, so <laughs> this is not a this or that question. This is just a question. If you were trapped on a desert island, what is the one Disney song that you'd have to have on your iPod to get you through? Uh, the World of Color soundtrack does that count yeah absolutely yeah I love without that hesitation yeah i'm like still thinking about it myself i'm like what you need to that? say more what why i feel like the first time i saw that show i wasn't prepared to be as blown away and as emotional as i was i'm not much of a crier but after the first time i saw saw world of color i was just like sobbing it was like this weird reaction i had to it um, so since then, I've just been in love with it. I watched World of Color on YouTube. I just think it's super unique. I love it. That's awesome. So Jen, Jen, you would be crying. They made fun of me because when Happy Ever After came back and we went and saw it, I sobbed like a baby. And she keeps turning around. She's like giving me dirty looks. I'm like, what? We were I'm glad I took the live streaming camera because this one was shaking while she was sobbing. And we had people she sitting in front of us that kept looking back at her like, are you okay? Like, what is she doing? And then Tinkerbell flew and you lost it. She would cry <laughs> watching videos of it during confinement. <laughs> confinement. Confinement. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, was... that's not what they called it here, did they? No. no. Uh, <laughs> what did they call it here? Quarantine. 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 Sorry. Juliana was living in Paris for a while during for most of the confinement. The confinement. <laughs> I mean, I guess for Paris, it was confinement. Oh yes. my gosh, it was horrible. Jail. 
<laughs> Who is your favorite Disney sidekick? Oh man, um, Circus Archimedes is probably my favorite. Archimedes, yeah, or Sir Hiss. I just think they're hysterical. I love a sidekick. Me too. Right. I love the bag that had all the sidekicks on it too. Um, I'm that, currently that was one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm currently obsessed with art from Cruella. Artie. I need to see that live action. It's so good. So good. So good. It yeah. was amazing. I wasn't expected to like. I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. What I hear, I need right. to watch that. That's I was gonna say, list. my husband liked it, and getting him to watch any type of Disney movie with the kids is like torture and a half, and he loved that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Mine too. Fun for everybody. Went out and he bought brand new little dog bowls, and he got popcorn, and we put them in the little dog bowls for the. Oh, that was super fun. He got all into it, so. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Cute. That's really Aww. cute. So the kids were eating popcorn out of dog bowls? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they loved that. I'm serious. It was cute. That is very cute. I love very it. Beaming night. All right. So I guess we are, that, I mean, I, I'm fascinated. I could talk to you for hours. I want, I want to know more about everything, but we are about out of time. So that leads us to our mouse tip of the day, which is a pretty easy one. Um, our listeners wouldn't be here if they weren't true Disney fans. So we know that true Disney fans are going to absolutely love following Deanna on Instagram. So Check her out right now at Magical Done Mama. That's Magical underscore Done, D-U-N-N, Mama on Instagram. And we'll have it posted on our page as well. Yeah, two underscores. Yes. Yes. Did yes. I not say that? Sorry. No. Yeah, no, Sorry. we're good. It's going to be in the show notes. So yeah. um, just make sure you look at the show notes and not listen to Juliana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ignore her. <laughs> as we often do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thanks for spending another episode with us. Uh, if you've been following our crazy podcast episode with us, please be sure to sub subscribe to our show so that you can receive notifications when there is new content released so that you never miss an episode. So please consider also writing us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. For the latest news out of Disney, don't forget to visit our blog at mousegamomswithansblog.com. And join our group on Facebook at Disney Planning and Chat by Mouse Moms. And all the links will be um, in the show notes for you to look as well. I think that's it. Bye, guys. Okay. Bye. 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 Thank Bye. Thanks, you. Deanna. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Can I see? See you real soon. Because we like you.